Drabblecast B-Sides, episode 54, Sorry About Your Dog, by David Ballard. Wednesday, 4.46 a.m. Hi, my name's Rusty, Rusty Deal. Sorry about leaving this message on your answering machine. I knocked on your door, but no one's home. Well, I'll just come right out and say it. I'm sorry I hit your dog. See, I was coming back from a roundup at Deacon's Bluff. I catch rattlesnakes and milk them for their venom back in my apartment. You'd be surprised how much money there is in that. Anyway, I had a young diamondback tied up in my gunny sack on the front seat of my pickup. Well, really, it's a laundry bag with a drawstring and a catch clip. Anyway, I was driving by McLaughlin Park on my way home when, damn it, if that sucker didn't just poke his head right out that sack to look around... I lost control of the truck trying to get him back in, and I swerved across the playground. Come to think of it, good thing there weren't any kids playing there. But, well, I I did run over your dog. I hit Buster. I got his name from his dog tag. Your address was on there, too. I used that to get your phone number from my cousin's crisscross directory. Still can't figure out what Buster was doing so far from your house, though. I'm just calling to say I'm real sorry, in case you was wondering who left Buster on your front porch. Also, I guess, to let you know he's on your front porch, in case you just now came in through the garage or something. Anyways, I'm sorry about your dog. Hi, it's me again, Rusty, calling about your dog. It's been a couple of days and I was driving by and I saw he was still up there, so I figured maybe you weren't home yet. He was just covered with flies and stuff, and I figured you wouldn't like seeing him like that, as you haven't had a chance to say goodbye and all, so before he got all eaten up, I went out and got a big old can of Raid, the outdoor strength kind, and sprayed him all over with it. Should keep the flies off him till you get home and get a chance to treat him proper. Anyways, bye. Hi, Miss Cooper. It's Rusty again, calling about your dog. The birds was getting at him real bad, so I brung him inside. I found the key under your doormat, and I knew you wouldn't want old Buster here to, you know, be all gone by the time you got back home. In case you was wondering, I pushed the memo button on your answering machine to record this. That's how I know your name, too, because all the contacts and stuff in your desk in the living room. I saw you're a writer. Well, hey, I want to be a writer, too, and I got all kinds of ideas. I'll let you in on some of them, and then we can split the money halfway. Anyway, that's where I put old Buster, in the living room, because that's the only room down here with its own door. Didn't want him smelling the rest of the house up. I stuffed towels under the door to keep it all in. Figured you might appreciate that. I thought about putting them in the freezer. I see you got two of them, one in the basement, but they was all full of vegetables and pies and stuff, so I cranked the air conditioner down instead so that he, well, you know. You got a real nice place here, Miss Cooper, and it's so quiet and peaceful out here so far from the city. That's a real good picture of you and the two little girls over the fireplace. Don't worry, I didn't go snooping around your house or bedrooms or nothing. Well, I did get a sheet from the bathroom closet upstairs, but that was to wrap old Buster up in. I didn't go rooting through any of your dresser drawers or anything like that. Hi, Miss Cooper. Ouch. It's me again. Ugh. I'm still here. I was looking for Buster's dog dish and his food, seeing as how he didn't really need it no more. And I couldn't find them anywhere, so when I was looking, I slipped on that little rug thingy you have at the top of the stairs. Not a real good place for that, Miss Cooper. I fell halfway down the stairs and twisted my back. 
Oh, it hurts a whole lot too. So I'm, I'm just gonna lie down for a bit here. You got that hot tub upstairs? I, I thought just might do the trick. Just wanted to let you know in case you get home in the next few hours and I was, you know, falling asleep or whatever. Hi, Janelle Cooper. It's Rusty again. It's Tuesday, and I see by your desk calendar here that you're in San Francisco for 10 days. So that explains why you're still not here. Don't worry. Everything's okay. I'm getting treatment for my back. I got a real good painkiller my doctor's given me. My lawyer told me he just needed the name of your homeowner's insurance company, and he'd take care of everything. Won't need to even bother you. I'll just get the name of the policy number right here and be on out. Janelle, hey, it's Rusty again. Listen, I got some bad news. You're not going to believe this. Well, I couldn't find the insurance papers. Well, I, I did find them, but they weren't where I thought they would be in all those filing cabinets. I found them upstairs under your jewelry box, but I guess you already knew where they were. Anyways, it took a lot longer than I thought it would. Oh, heck, I, I thought it would take only a few minutes. You see, I had just come back from another rattlesnake roundup, and I had three diamondback rattlesnakes in my gunny sack. One of them was a real beaut, too, almost six feet long. Anyways, it was real hot in the truck, and, well, I didn't want them to fight out there in the bag, so I just brought them in and left the bag on the landing in the front door. Well, Miss Cooper, I, I guess I gotta get me another bag. They got out. I looked everywhere, even used a broom to try and shush them on out, but they're holed up in here somewhere. Probably because it's so cold in here. Sometimes they like to crawl up into stuff, you know? They stay hid real good unless someone disturbs them. Anyways, I'll take care of it. Don't worry. With all these hardwood floors you got in here, you should be able to hear them slithering at night when they get hungry. Kind of a quick, scratchy sound on account of they got rough bellies. Except I guess that won't work in the girls' bedrooms, what with all the thick carpet you got in there. Just don't stick your toes under the couch or anything like that for a while, is all I'm saying. They usually rattle real loud when they get pissed. Not to worry, Miss Cooper. Rattlesnakes are most dangerous when they're hungry, and they usually leave you alone when they're well-fed. Unless you step on one, of course. Anyways, I took care of the problem for you. I went out and stocked up on mice. It's what they like most, and I let loose about two dozen in your house. That should keep them well-fed until you get home. Janelle, it's Rusty. I'm calling from my place again, because I got a great idea for a book we can do. And I want to leave this message now before I forget it. I got the idea about an hour ago, and I've been working on it ever since. Alright, it's about this guy who comes into this woman's house when she's not home. Don't worry, we'll leave Buster out of it. You can think of another reason he comes over. And get this, while he's there, he gets to know her before she gets back home. What books she reads, what kind of clothes she wears, what kind of perfume she lacks. We can work out the details, all that, depending on, of course, if it's a PG or a PG-13 novel, however that works. Anyways, he really gets to know her, you know, and he, well, he... He sort of likes her, you know, kind of like Sleepless in Seattle a little bit. And he gets to know all about her so much that he decides to meet her at the airport to pick her up and her two daughters, bring them on home. Only she don't even know it. He's done such a good job getting to know her that she instantly falls in love with him and he moves in with her. And that's the end. It'd be like a love story. Well, either that ending or she freaks out at the airport and he kills her. Like a, a comedy horror or whatever. I'll leave that up to you. You know the market better than I do. I should probably get on this computer before I forget it. Hey Janelle, it's me, Rusty again. 
Good news. I found the file on your computer called Novel and got rid of all that other stuff on there to make room for our idea. That way you'll be able to find it quick and start working on it. Also, I caught one of them diamondbacks. I found them sleeping inside the crib bed. I told you they like to hole up and hide, so you might want to check there again for one of the other ones too. I got an idea. I'll leave the back doors open tonight so maybe they'll know they can get back outside and leave on their own. My lawyer needs to come over and take some pictures too. He wanted to get your permission first, but I said it was okay. You know, he's kind of slimy. <laughs> maybe he can scare out the snakes too. Hey Janelle, it's me, Rusty. I just played that last message back and now it's not so funny anymore. My lawyer came over to take some pictures of the stairs today to get my claim ready. Actually, he brought two other lawyers with him too. They had a lot of pictures to take. And he was taking pictures on the stairs, but it wasn't a snake that got him. One of the mice spooked him. Him, a big old fancy attorney and all, afraid of a little old mouse. Well, he jumped on back, forgot he was on the steps, and he fell all the way down. He only broke his arm, but them other lawyers seemed worried that no amount of homeowner's insurance in the world could ever cover this injury. I guess they'll want to talk to you or something. Also, leaving the doors open last night didn't work out too well. Probably because it rained all night. Snakes don't like the rain, although they probably won't like the downstairs anymore either because of all the water that got in. So now we'll just look upstairs after you get back. Oh, and I got one more idea that just might work. Sometimes we light a fire near a snake pit to smoke them out. Of course, I know I can't light no fires in here, so I closed all the doors back up and sealed everything tight. When I leave here, I'll turn on all the gas jets and blow out the flames. We'll gas them out of here before you get home tomorrow. <laughs> I'm real excited about our novel. Hey, I can't wait to talk to you about it. Oh, what the hey, Janelle? It's me, Rusty, at the airport. I'm coming to get you and the girls after all. I've been thinking about it all day. Your flight gets here in about 20 minutes, and I'm leaving this message in case you get to call in for messages when you land. I hope you're getting all the other messages I left. Can't wait to see you. We got so much to talk about. Hello, this message is for Janelle Cooper. This is Art Compton. We sold your house last year. I'm calling because our golden retriever, Buster, has been missing for a few weeks, and I just realized we forgot to get his dog tag changed with our new address on it after we moved. Has anyone called about him? This story was brought to you by Drabblecast Productions. Special thanks to our episode artist, Travelcast art director, Bo Kyer. Check him out at bowkire.deviantart.com or follow him on Twitter at bowkire. And thank you, the Drabblecast B-Side subscriber, for helping the Drabblecast do what we do. We greatly appreciate it. Remember those days when men rode waves to hunt down a mother whale? Those ocean waves sent men to graves, made widows weep and wail. All for the glory of a good drinking story and the cheese of a humpback whale. Young Jack Taylor was a mighty fine sailor and he knew how to handle a teat. He had whiskey for blood like every sailor man should, was the best milkman in the fleet.